Hi, this is your girl, Nashayla Moore, and today I'm going to do a topic that is very touchy, and a lot of people don't like to talk about it or acknowledge it, even when they are what we're talking about and or experiencing what we're talking, what we're about to talk about. I'm sorry. Um, Today, we're going to talk about a topic that is so touchy that I might strike a nerve or two and and I don't mean to but it is what it is um I'm a relationship uh writer I write about real life relationships I speak about on my podcast platform real life relationship issues so I apologize if it offends you but I don't apologize because like I always say you know um If it doesn't apply, let it fly. And what works for one person might not work for you. So this might really help or work for somebody. But at the same time, it might not work for you. And that's okay because I teach on everything I talk about. I talk about self-love. I teach that um, we can always agree to disagree. We're adults and we're living in times where everything is just what it is. Um, We have to accept uh, what it is. It doesn't necessarily mean it's always the truth, but it could be the reality. I'm going to say it again, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's always the truth. It could be somebody else's truth, you know, but it could be the reality overall. So with that being said, I would like to discuss um, people in, you know, that are um, experiencing narcissism. Yes, a very touchy, 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 touchy subject. Narcissism. Narcissism is everywhere. I mean, people are experiencing it each and every day. You have people around you that are narcissistic. And you see clearly, and you probably didn't understand all the time at first what was going on. You thought maybe you could just use the simple word of selfish and inconsiderate, you know, which all those play out in the role of a narcissist but it's really deeper than just um you know just that it's real deep i mean it's deep and um i've experienced dating a narcissist and to be honest with you when i was younger i was told that i was a narcissist and i probably was you know i'm not ashamed I probably was until God came into my life and humbled me and showed me some things. And I went through some trials and tribulations. I probably was a narcissist. I mean, I'm not saying I was, I'm not saying I wasn't, but I was told that I was a narcissist, you know, and I'm not ashamed because I'm open for criticism as long as it's positive and it's uh, constructive criticism, not to harm or disrespect anybody. I don't have a problem with it because I know that I'm not perfect. My flaws, I can always be corrected. I stand to be corrected. Um, who I serve, I don't know who your God is, but I serve God and I stand before him and I stand to be corrected. I know I'm not a perfect person. So it's a possibility that when I was younger and I was a little more arrogant and it was all about me, it could have been, I could have been narcissist, a narcissist. Um, I don't doubt it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not saying it's necessarily true because I didn't get a diagnosis or anything or didn't nobody tell me in the medical field. But I mean, it's a possibility. Things, I mean, (laughs) hey, everybody got a pass. So don't let nobody tell you different. You know, I'm the reality relationship writer. So we're going to see things and hear things that are just real life. People try to sweep it under the rug. People try to act like they don't exist. But it does each and every day we see things each and every day and lately i have just been the you know the speaker of truth to just say it is what it is you know what i'm saying um and a lot of times people who speak they don't tell about their testimony but i'm giving mine you know what i'm saying i don't have to give you play by play you understand what i'm saying i don't have to give names i don't have to do name calling and name dropping but i'm gonna give you a testimony of scenarios because I want to have the connection with my fans or the connection with my people that are following me to understand that Nishay Lamore is not just talking about something. She's really lived a lot of this stuff she talks about. So that is going to be the powerful connection that I have with the people that are following me. It's not going to be just a follow of, oh, we're following her because we like her name, Nishay Lamore, or we like who she is or she's cute. You know, she wears a 
mask. No, all those things are, yes, a part of me and in collaboration of who I am as an author, as a writer and everything else. But the main ingredient is that she's a real life author and she relates to a lot of subjects that connects with her past. Now, I'm not going to say all of them, but I say 80% of the things I talk about, 75 to 80% of the things I talk about is connected to my past. And I'm not ashamed. So I don't care when people say, well, she did this. Or if they dig up something and they say, oh, I did that. Or, you know, it's this or that. Guess what? I don't care. I really don't. Because at this point in my life, if you go behind closed doors and dig up everybody's past, everybody got something or some bones in some closets. Everybody got bones in the closets. We just haven't opened their closet or they haven't fell out. Sometimes when they hide too many bones, the bones fall out of their mouth because they're trying to hide them so much that it's just like, oh my God, it's too many bones. And every time they open up their mouth, a bone fall out. And what I mean is they reveal the truth of things that they try to camouflage or hide to pretend or keep up an image. Nishayla Moore not keeping up an image. You might think I am, but the people that know me know I'm not keeping up an image. I am who I am. And yes, I have a past. And this is who makes me who I am today. If you listen to my podcast, if you follow me, then you will get to learn and understand who I am as a person and as an author. I have made mistakes. I've done things wrong. I've done things right. You know, I've, I've done lots of right so don't think it's just all been wrong. I've done a lot of good. I've done a lot, a lot of good. But that doesn't change the fact that I have a past. And I'm not trying to change it. You know, I'm really not. And I used to try to cover up and, oh, you know, this and that. Who cares? I really don't care. I really don't. I don't, you know, I don't like to curse. But I really don't have no Fs to give. I really, I ran out of them. Because at this point in your life, you have to love yourself. You have to have self-love. You have to understand you have made mistakes. Time is still ticking. You're going to continue to beat a dead horse over your mistakes or something you did wrong or allow somebody to make you feel incompetent or short or uh, less of a person because they want to use that as ammo. You know, they want to use that as ammo to basically make you feel minimum. Or less than what you should be. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't do that. Now, I'm not going to deny by a long shot who I am. I'm not going to deny where I've been or where I'm going. But I'm not going to allow anyone to minimize or take away where God is taking me. And to constantly bring up my shortcomings. Because I'm a reflector. If you say something about me, I'm going to basically hold the mirror up. And I want to see what your past looking like. I want to dig up your bones and your skeletons. That's where I'm at. I want to dig up your bones, your skeletons. I want to know what you got going on that you have to basically come at me. And a lot of people do that. I don't understand it, but a lot of people do that. I'm not trying to get off the subject because we only got 50 minutes. I've already did almost 10. But a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? They always come for people for some reason. I've never understood that. I don't come for people unless you come for me. Now, I'm going to say it again, ladies and gentlemen. Don't ever be surprised if you ever see something going on. But I'm not the type of person to come for somebody. I, I, I feel like everybody, you know, stay in their lane. I stay in my lane. I don't have a problem with people. What you do is your prerogative, how you live. I don't go after saying, oh, this person, this and that. I just, it's just not me. I, I don't care. Because you waste a lot of time. When you focus on somebody else, when you could be doing something, investing in yourself and using that time to make yourself better. So, you know, if a person comes for me, yes, if they crack a joke or two, yeah, you you might see me laugh, you know, ha ha ha, you know, this and that. But you will never see me elaborate on something like to the point where, oh, my God, it's this and that. I didn't even elaborate on the election. When the election was going on, people was coming on my posts, on my Facebook page. They were like, Nishé, you know, whoa, 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 you, this is who you want to vote for. This person is this and this person that. I said, hold up, hold up, hold up. First off, we don't do politics on my page. We don't do politics. 
I don't do now I'm gonna do religion of what I believe in if you don't like it you can always you can always unfollow you can always unfriend but I don't do politics like get all into who you believe in this and that this and that but I'm not gonna deny what my faith is I cannot that's just what it is I can't deny my faith that's a whole nother podcast but um it's just it's just really sad but you know i don't want to get too off into that but i i just try to stay in my lane as much as possible and i don't come for people unless they come for me so i don't want you to think that i'm weak because i'm not and <laughs> you know i i just don't i'm not in the business of be a bully i'm not a bully Mm-mm. i don't like bullies i do not like bullies i cannot stand bullies and um you know, like I said, I'm a good person, but I have a past and um, I've I've did wrong and I made mistakes and it's all right because I don't have a problem with it. You know, you question the people that do have a problem with their past or hiding something and got all these skeletons in their closet and don't want to, you know, admit to what they've done. But they always want to point the finger. I got a problem with those type of people, you know, they got all kind of skeletons in their closet. They've done things They, you know, you know, just a lot of things that was not good in their life. But they'll point the finger quick on somebody else so with that being said we're going to talk about narcissism yes narcissistic behavior in the relationship and with this podcast since i have already did 10 minutes i see this is going to be a long session nishay lamore has decided to do part one part two and part three yes this is almost like a book and also you know i really don't care because everybody have their own opinion i'll probably be writing about this uh as well um according to my podcast i'm gonna go according to my podcast i'll probably be writing something about it and putting it out but um as an author as a podcast speaker i do want to say thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for like sharing and follow i appreciate you guys i always start out telling you guys um because without you guys following without you guys believing in me nishayla moore is nothing you know i know god can do things he he's great and all and this is my faith um but at the same time you know i appreciate and i'm very humbled to thank you guys for following me um i appreciate if it's one if it's a hundred if it's one million i don't care if it's just that one cheerleader that's saying this yeah i believe in you guess what thank you that one person or that one follower um you have to just be grateful and humble and and be grounded um you can't just be so elevated where you don't see or realize that you have been there or you've been on the bottom sometimes people just i don't know i don't know and it's not me for me to judge but i i just don't get it It, it's so much going on i just can't be uh elevated like that to that degree and that's just my opinion i'm entitled to it so um with that being said let's uh start the podcast talking about narcissism and people in relationships uh dealing with a narcissistic partner i've never seen a dual narcissistic relationship i don't even think that could last um because a narcissistic person has to feed off of somebody so a dual meaning two people in the relationship um no matter who how the relationship goes as long as it's two people um a relationship a ship a situation ship uh whatever type of ship it is guess what it's a ship and um with those type of relationships a dual narcissistic relationship would collide it would just collide it would break it would it would set on fire because somebody has to feed off somebody and with the two needing to eat as far as with the emotions and the everything it wouldn't last Mm -mm. now i can only imagine sexually it probably would be explosive but um that probably will would be all it would be it's just like one night stands and you know just a hit it and quit it you know what i'm saying situation um and even then you know somebody is gonna want to be in control even in the bed so i don't even know how that would work i mean would it work long i don't know it might work for a little bit you know i'm sure anything is possible but um would it last long i doubt it very seriously i doubt it very very seriously narcissistic or narcissism is very very complicated but also simple it appears to be very very complicated at times because narcissistic people in the relationship will come off 
at different angles. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I'm I'm forgot. Did I tell you I'm doing narcissistic part one, narcissistic part two, and narcissistic part three? Because this is a very very touchy topic, and I know that this topic needs a lot of uh, attention. You know, because we're experiencing this every day. A lot of people are experiencing this, and. Uh, I just want to touch bases, but first, I'm sorry I didn't do the disclaimer. Before I do anything, I do not own Nishayla Moore. Do not own any rights or anything to any music in the background. Nishayla Moore. Do not own any rights to any music in the background. Yes, I had to clear that up. You know, because um. It's a lot. You have to give the disclaimer because it's a lot going on with the music and, you know, Sony and Spotify and all these people. They they're very, very strict about it. But you already know, I don't want to take up too much time because Nishayla Moore is long winded. And then I will use up a lot of the time talking about something else and not where we supposed to be talking about or what I'm supposed to be covering in this podcast session. So back to narcissistic, narcissistic people and narcissist narcissism okay narcissistic people in the relationship it's really like you know it's all about them they want um you know they want you know it's kind of like their vein you know what i'm saying it's 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 an inflicted image that they put up and they want to have and keep you know and it's crazy but this is what it is um the definition of narcissism is it's the pursuit or gratification from vanity or egotistic admiration i'm sorry admiration of one idealist self-image and attributes it's it's originated from greek the term is originated from greek yes um it's it's like really sad um a narcissistic person some of the traits they talk about themselves all the time they don't really like to give gratitude to somebody else only when they're in a jam um they like to really 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 talk about themselves like they don't like to uh acknowledge people and thank people and stuff like that you know um it's just sad. They, it, it, cause I've been, excuse me, I had to, my sinuses. Um, narcissistic people, they tend to, it's just all about them. It's all about them. They are not going to be with anybody that don't give them anything that they need or want to feed off of, um, with their life in the relationship or et cetera. They don't, it's like a need. Um, they're almost like vampires to me, but, you know, they suck you dry and they on to the next, you know, um, they have to have their victims or the people that they're dealing with because I was a victim and um, I thought it was me. You know, I'm just giving a little scenario before I go into it. I thought it was me and I constantly kept trying to, you know, put a square hole, I mean, a square peg into a circular hole and it just would not fit and no no matter what I do no matter how many times I say I'm sorry it was never enough I could say sorry 50 times say it's my fault take the blame I could I could try to cater to the cater to him you know inflate his ego tell him how great he was how much I loved him how much I wanted to be with him how great he was and he was he would shoot me down every time I don't I don't know how he did that but and I don't even know how I accepted it as long as I did but he would shoot me down every time I mean when I say he shot me down it was like I don't know is that called gaslighting I think is that gaslighting when um they they flip it around on you I have to go back and look at the, I think that's it gaslighting you know they tend to you know, it's like they minimize everything. It's just so sad. It's so sad. I, I don't even like talking about this because it brings up memories of the relationship. And it was so pathetic that when he would even know he was wrong, he would flip the script and come back around me and then tell me why he wasn't talking to me as if. I was the wrong one, but he called me back. Like if we broke up for a temporary time, he would call back and then he would start to tell me X, Y, Z, why he was mad at me. Instead of saying, um, babe, this is why I was, you know, 
I know I was wrong or, you know, can we make it work? And then I would have probably told him my faults as well, because I'm learning as well to be a giver. You know, it's not always about being a taker. You know, this is why I say I think I've learned years ago. I think I was a narcissistic, you know what I'm saying? Or had some narcissistic behavior. But a lot of times narcissistic people are not connected. They're not connected. They don't understand how to have empathy and sympathy. They don't understand how to love the right way. It's like they think they love, but they don't love. They It's like a love of convenience or something. Like, I love you, but you know what I'm saying? The but I I, I would do this, but, you know, and, and it's just really uh, it's so weird that I and I know I probably was learning as well. And ladies and gentlemen, you see why I said I'm going to have to have probably uh, part one, part two and part three, because we're already almost at 20 minutes. No, we're over 20 minutes and we haven't even got into the real meat of narcissistic people in relationships. So this is going to definitely be a continuance. So this is just part one. Um, but continuing on what I was saying. Um, yes, when I basically tried to love him and, and I tried to wear the burden of all the, you know, the things because I'm a. Uh, empath I think that's what they say I am and I tried to carry the burdens and say you know what that's okay you know it wasn't you it was me I could do something different you know I just tried to go all the way around to try to make it work and do you know he still tried to find fault with me and tried to hit me more like I'm a hitter more um well you should know better and maybe you should and I was like oh my god you got to be kidding me I already said, like, pled with him and said sorry a million times. You still going to hurt me when I'm down? Oh, my goodness. They don't care. And it's so sad because it's only when you get ready to walk away that they feel some type of way that they feel the pain. Because when they inflict pain on you, they grow stronger for some reason. And I know it's just my opinion. I'm sorry. Um, I've dated two narcissistic uh, people. That had narcissism and um it's almost as if when you inflict pain on somebody you you should feel some type of way about your partner feel like oh my god i'm hurting them no with them they're like powerful they feel powerful you're over in the corner like shrinking and hurting and you're just you know got all these bruises and pain and i mean pain and bruises meaning mental pain you know mentally a lot of times narcissistic people and i'm not saying all the time because it could be some abusive ones that do physically but most narcissistic people are mental abusers ladies and gentlemen let me say it again most i didn't say all because there are some probably that are physical most narcissistic people in relationships ladies and gentlemen are mental abusers so when you get beat up you're beat up mentally that's what i'm explaining so it's like i would be like trying to recoup get my thoughts together get my mind together and just sitting somewhere just you know to myself couldn't understand why i was getting this treatment oh my god how how i mean not even in a million years would a person ever come to me like that again I, I this is why god has allowed me to write and speak as a testimony the things that i've seen and i've been through i i wouldn't uh-uh uh-uh i don't care people say you never know yeah i admit you know you never know something could be strong and you you never know but guess what is as long as i got breath in my body and i could fight uh-uh uh-uh no it's fair exchange or uh no robbery with with nishayla moore yes and i'm sure you guys have heard that they're saying a lot of the older people fair exchange no robbery you know we're gonna do this together or we're not doing it at all at all you know i'm not inflating anybody's ego no we're gonna do this together we're gonna work together we're gonna help each other we're gonna compliment each other we're gonna do things together i mean it's, it's just crazy it was just like i was just pouring into the person and they was just sucking me dry and the only time the only time ladies and gentlemen that i started to see that they was trying to cater to me and it was only like ten temporary gratification and it was an act to to reel me or bait me back into the crazy toxic scenario all over again the only way the person basically uh 
tried to get me back is when they seen that I had one foot out the door. Somebody had started talking to me. You know, you would, you know how you confide in people and you telling people, you know, hey, this is what's going on. I really don't like it. This and that, this and that. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, you know, I knew this and this person. Because somebody had told me about one of the gentlemen that I was dating that they were narcissistic. And I didn't want to believe it. They said, oh my God, they're like full blown narcissistic. Like full blown, full blown means that everybody else can see. And I don't know why I didn't see it. Maybe I just liked them so much or cared about them so much that I didn't want to see the red flags, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, remember, I always tell you, stop collecting the red flags. Nishayla Moore had her own red flags and I was collecting them. I didn't want to see those red flags. My associate or girlfriend told me he is full blown narcissistic and i never forget that <laughs> because i was like really <laughs> can you believe as strong as i am i was like really like a pussycat and and she was like yeah you don't see it i'm like no she was dead on the money because a lot of times narcissistic people other than their victims they're very obvious you can see them clearly Mm -hmm. their their behavior is so like they think that they people don't see them people see them so crystal clear you can see a narcissistic person a mile away like when i started doing i'm just gonna go there this is this is a uh, narcissistic dealing with narcissistic people in relationships part one so of course i'm not gonna cover everything but let me just go there when I first started doing Nishay Lamore and I had the mask, a lot of people was looking like, oh, who she thinks she is. I've I seen the comments. Who does she think she is? And she just arrogant. They didn't understand that I had to put the mask on to show that you don't know who you, you know, they didn't know how to connect what I was saying, what God had put into my spirit. You know, the mask was connected to, you don't know who you with in a relationship. They didn't know all the things that I was doing. They didn't know my path. They didn't know my vision. They didn't know that. So it did. I'm going to be honest with you. It did come off a look like narcissist, narcissism. But as time went on, and I basically was interacting with the people on the platform of the Facebook, you know, Instagram, whatever. And people seeing, you know, oh, she interacts with. See, they assumed that I was narcissistic because it was just like all about me. No, it was like I was trying to give the illusion of to connect the writing, what type of style of writing that I do. I write with a mask because you don't know who you're with in the relationship. So when I was posting stuff at first, people, you know, had to get used to me and this and that. Then as time went on, they see who I am. They see I pray. I like people's statuses. I pray for people. I help people. I try to do things. And I'm not doing it for like, oh, I'm clout chasing. I'm doing it because this is who I am. See, sometimes, well, I guess what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, before we get too deep into the podcast, sometimes when you are looking at narcissistic people they're not always narcissistic sometimes and i'm not saying this all the time there's a lot of times you know some people are not necessarily narcissistic they might be a little flamboyant i get that flamboyant meaning they like a little attention they wear flashy clothes but they might be givers they might love hard they might do a lot for people i have seen that so all people that are flashy and they're givers and they're flamboyant, they're not all narcissistic people. You have to look at the behavior. This is how we're going to start this out. This is part one. We're already at 30 minutes. So I'm not going to get ready to be able to do the meat of the narcissistic person. You know, but it is going to be three top three parts. The narcissistic person is behavior. Now, don't get me wrong. Some narcissistic people, they do require a lot, a lot, a lot of praise and a lot, a lot, a lot of attention. And yes, some of them are narcissistic and dress flamboyant. Yes, you got some like that. I get that. But what I'm trying to let you know, and you can evaluate, you can challenge what I say. You can look, evaluate, research, whatever you want to do. I can take this to the bank. All narcissistic people, it's 
uh, connected to their behavior, more so their dressing, more so, uh, you know, stuff like that. Because a lot of times when you're doing advertising, you're doing a business, sometimes it requires a lot of advertising. Now, in order for people to know who you are, what, what you represent, what your business represent, you have to push, push, push your business into somebody's lap. It's not necessarily meaning that they're narcissistic. It means that they're trying to get you to say, hey, look, this is my business. I want to spread the word. So I think when I first came off, they did. The lady had said something about narcissistic. And I was like, really? Well, I could have said that I was like that probably years ago. But now, no, no, I'm very, very, you know, connected to the people. And I'm not saying this because I want you to believe me. You don't have to believe me. I know who I am, you know, Um I'm very connected with the people and I'm very heartfelt with, you know, people around the world just in general. I, I just, you know, sometimes I get too connected um, and I'm, I'm, I have no doubt that it could have been a possibility. I was like that long time ago. But um, narcissistic people, basically, you generally would look at their behavior. It's like a clear, clear, clear like dead on spot on you know immediately the way they and they are very they very very condescending oh my god that is a clear crystal clear um they're very condescending very condescending they know how to minimize what you do act like you don't exist act like what you're doing is nothing they got that down to a science they never want to admit or give you praise for anything that you do. They never want to give you praise. It's always, oh, okay. You know, it's all, you know, yeah, I see you. But behind your back, they, they're not like giving you the praise. And sometimes they won't even say that. Hey, sometimes they won't even say that. Okay, so you're good if they even pretend to like what you're doing or give you some type of phony praises. Because they sometimes they won't even do that. I had an individual that I was seeing, the same individual I was just talking about, and he hated to, for me to get any type of recollection or anything, you know, that I was doing and, and anything that I had going on. He hated it with a passion. And I'll never forget, he said something to me, and you know, when it, according to my business, and he mentioned that he wanted to be included. And I'm like, what? I'm like... I'm doing the work and you just want to be included. See, he wasn't about the work. He wasn't about the, the grind and the hustle. He was about the stardom. He wanted to be about that stardom. He was about that life. He didn't care about nothing else. If he didn't care about nothing, he just wanted to be a part of that lifestyle. You know, that livelihood. He didn't want to be in the, the dirt with, with me, Nishayla Moore, and help me do the work and help me do this and do that. He just wanted to reap the benefits. And I was like, wow. You know, I, I was like, this is not a good right-hand man if you're calling yourself getting a right-hand man. Because, you know, usually you want your partner to be your right-hand man. And that's another subject and another podcast. Um, but you do want your, your right-hand man or the person that you love. You want them to be kind of sometimes your hype man. They don't have to be your hype man all the time. But sometimes you want them to be. Narcissistic people are not going to do it. Yeah, they'll do it if they and if they are doing it, ladies and gentlemen, they're doing it because they got something in mind. It's always a motive. It's always an intention. It's always some type of backdoor situation they got pre prepared because they always are, uh, try to have the ups on anybody that they're involved with. Say it again. Narcissistic people always going to try to have the ups on, on anybody they're involved with because it's all about them. They don't want to be all connected with you like that, like you think they do. They connect to you for a reason. It's always something they got uh, intent or something you're giving them, something they're receiving, whatever the case may be. They never connect just for you're a good person, you have good feelings, or you treat them. Well, yeah, they do They do connect with you because you treat them right, but not to treat them right like you think. And you thinking like, oh, they're going to treat me right because I treat them right. No. They're going to keep you around because you treat them right. Yes, I said it. They're going to keep you around, keep you dangling. It's almost in a similar sense of the layaway syndrome, but not exactly. But they don't really have the emotion to connect as far as love and all this. Like It's some type of superficial love that they have because it's all about them. They love themselves. Like to, It's not even a self-love. It's some type of out of space love like just the universe love like to i don't know to whatever degree it is but it's some type of just just crazy crazy number 
And I've never seen that before in my life. I mean, just crazy. Don't want to do anything for you. They say they're going to do it for you, but then they turn around and they will definitely get you. If you try to make them or hold them accountable for anything, they will definitely turn around and say, wait a minute, I don't owe you anything and this and that. And you'll be like, but wait a minute, you said that you was going to do this for me. Oh my God. It's, it's deep. It's deep. This narcissistic podcast. Yes. It's definitely going to be three of them. Three of them. Um, you just got to be careful with the narcissistic person in relationship. Uh, number one, they always talk about themselves. You know, they don't never give another person time to talk about themselves. They're never going to basically, uh, give you credit for who you are and what your self-worth is. It's always going to reflect back to them immediately. Um, they can't, they can't, they can't do it no other way. They fantasize a lot. Yeah. They fantasize a lot about who they are and um they have these thoughts of grandeur you know like they're just great you know like they don't look at other people as being great they don't even want other people to be great they just feel like they're great now if you have because the eagle can hang with eagles or iron sharpens irons that's fine you know everybody wants to be great it's okay to hang with greatness if you want to be great and greatness hang with you but they don't want all of that they want to stand out of the crowd be great and all of you guys are peasants they're the eagle and you're a peasant i i don't want to be like that i want to have other eagles around me you know what i'm saying like we could be great together no they don't want that not even in their relationship they don't want nobody in their relationship to be above them or even their equal they feel that they're superior to you and that's it and number three speaking of what i was just saying number three is they believe that they're superior constantly didn't i just say that i didn't even look at the list that i had wrote and i just said everything i said before i looked at my list that i was going on because i do research Remember, I told you I do research on, on top of experience, on top of the feedback from the posts that I put up. They like to feel superior at all costs, at all times. Number four, they require constant praise. Oh, my goodness. Now, everybody likes to be complimented and given like acknowledged. That's nothing wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen. But 24-7, I got to inflate your ego. 24 7 what about me you know what i'm saying i mean it's supposed to be fair exchange no robbery i mean we're supposed to do this for each other because i like to be you know i don't have to be worshipped i don't like no worship only god i only worship god but i like to be thought of as you know acknowledged of what i'm doing i'm working hard or doing this or doing that a good woman hey nothing wrong with giving a compliment to your partner and letting them know that you appreciate them a couple of compliments and let them know that they're loved and appreciated. But it's like with a narcissistic person. It's all day, every day. You constantly have to feed their ego. Because if you don't, they have this crash. And that's going to be probably on my last one on uh, narcissism part three. They crash really hard when they don't get it. Yes, I've seen it. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. They have this crash where it's just like i don't know it's it's almost like withdrawals but it's not a withdrawal it's a crash and what i mean is crash is they can't function they 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 get depressed it gets depressing because you don't you don't acknowledge them or who they are now nishada moore likes to be acknowledged i do because i give a lot of got a lot a lot a lot a lot of compliments i help people i do this i do that and i have no problem with it i do it from the heart now I get upset when I don't get people to say something back to me or give fair exchange, no robbery. That is understood because you, you put it out when you're putting something out. You want to receive it back sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's like a boomerang 360. You want to, you know, put out you want to receive sometimes. No, with a narcissistic person, they're not going to put it out. They're not going to give it to you, but they constantly want to receive it. Say it again, ladies and gentlemen. It's nothing wrong with a fair exchange, no robbery situation. I'm giving it to you in the raw. Nishayla Moore, narcissistic behavior, people in, uh, that, ex that are experiencing narcissism in a relationship, uh, real life relationships, Nishayla Moore version. Um, they basically are not going to give you that. They just want to receive it. 
And and when they crash, they're not crashing because they gave you so much and, and you just neglected them. And they was like, oh, I just been doing everything for her. And, and No, they're crashing because you have put into them a routine of giving compliments, feeding their ego, whatever it is you're giving them, sex, whatever it is, making them feel that they're great. And you took it away. Yes, you took it away or you're coming up short. So now they're like, wait a minute. You, I'm not as great as you, you've been telling me or great as you've been making me feel. So now they can't function. They're not feeding off of you anymore. And that makes them hard. It makes it hard for them to live, to thrive. I know you've heard of thrive, ladies and gentlemen. It makes them hard to thrive. Yes. So that is the constant praise. That is deep right there. That's why I said it's definitely going to be part one, part two, and part three of the narcissism and, and living with a person in a relationship with narcissistic behavior and a narcissistic Okay, moving right along. Number five, sense of entitlement. They feel like you owe them. They don't feel like like this is a fake exchange, no robbery. They feel like you supposed to, you see how great I am. You see all this greatness. Continue feeding this ego, girl. Continue feeding this ego, man. Whether it's a man or woman. You see all this greatness, I'm all that and the bag of chips and the Idaho potato. Yes. So they don't have no emotion of they should give back. It's They're just takers. They're not givers. Understand that. Narcissism, takers. Yes, that's how I label it. Now, you don't have to do it like me. I'm just, I break it down easy. So if I see somebody with a narcissistic behavior starting to in, in, inflict that on me, I'm starting to go in another direction or run. Because I'm not going to deal with that. That is such a teardown mentally. It's a mental breakdown, a mental teardown. And I, I don't have time for it. I don't have time for that. You, you, Somebody who wants to feed that. And then you go away broken up and they go find another victim. Girl, uh-uh. I was trying to say, girl, please. I'm sorry. That's the name of my first book. But <laughs> I was about to say, girl, please. I'm sorry. But um, yes, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, moving right along. We talked about the sense of entitlement. Takes advantage of others. Didn't I just say that? I'm, man, I'm not trying to say I'm cold, but I just said that and I didn't even look at my notes. I'm flowing without the notes, ladies and gentlemen, just to go to show you my wisdom and my knowledge. I'm not saying I'm great because I still got a lot of ways to go, but I was just like, wow, I'm looking at the notes. I just said that they take advantage of others. Victims. People that are going to cater to that. Yeah. They don't like women or men that are strong, that understand and see them for who they are. No, they don't really like that. They'll try to hang in there for a minute, but at the end, they'll, they'll, they'll move away because that's not what they want. They need somebody to feed off of. Remember, feed off of mentally. They can't, they can't deal with that after a certain period of time. Over time, it would not work for them. Yes. Number seven, they're very envious of people. Yeah, they, they get envious of people praise or if somebody did something that they're getting praise or getting worship. Like, you know, you could have done something and, and, and they're like giving you praise like, oh, you, you did it. You did it. Congratulations. They can't go to stuff like that. Parties with uh, somebody being celebrated. Oh, I'm going there. Yes, yes, yes. Because I've been there. Nishayla Moore is going there um somebody being celebrated somebody you know anything has to do with some type of attention that's taken off of them some type of focus that shifts in the universe off of them yes they have to be the universe the world the air they want to be the air that you breathe yes narcissistic people and and i'm not saying all of them to that degree but it's some that are real bad because you have some that are beginner narcissists. I mean, I, I can't say really beginners. I just say they're not as bad. They're bad, but not as bad. But then you got some that's woo off the radar. Do you hear me? And they feel like you should not be worshiping and honoring nobody but them. Yes. And they will shift it off. 
And and they were actually like, oh, you, I seen how you was all uh, worshiping them and this and that. You like him or something? That's <laughs> just an example. You go to a person, a retirement party. You congratulate. And I'm a woman. I con congratulate a man. And I said, I bring my spouse with me who's narcissistic. And I might say, oh, congratulations. Thank you. You know, this and that and, and whatever. Just congratulating them. Thinking, and then he get me back home. Oh, I seen how you was congratulating him. Baby. I just congratulated him. That's all I did. Oh, get ripped apart because you said something great to another man. They don't like that. They don't like it. They do not like it. Number eight. They enjoy being. I just said that. They enjoy being the center of attention. They cannot live or thrive in society, in the world, if you're not making it all about them or if it's not all about them. Yes, you got to make it all about them all about them i just said that ladies and gentlemen i'm just really proud of myself i i had it on the money and i didn't even look at my notes uh number nine they lack empathy they lack empathy now empathy meaning you could tell them somebody your mother got hurt or this and that it's like they have no emotion that to the soul and this is not all of them but it's like to some certain degree some of them are good actors now i'm not saying all of them but some of my good actors and they will pretend to care when they really don't care they really really just don't care yes they just they have it like that now i'm gonna say something that's gonna be touchy but it's not for it's not gonna apply to everybody the last one is countless ambition now, this doesn't mean everybody that's a go-getter is a narcissist. Because, like myself, I am a go-getter. Yes. I'm going to go and get it. I'm going to try to make it happen or whatever. But um, I still do for others. And that's my downfall. I do a lot for other people. Um, and I'm always trying to give and, and be there for people. Because I love people. You know, um, I'm not going to be taken advantage of anymore as much as I can help it. But... There are some narcissistic people that are go a mile and beyond to gain attention by being, um, how can I say, it? the best at what they can do. And it's nothing wrong with that, but they're doing it for the wrong reasons. That's why I wanted to say that, ladies and gentlemen. They're doing it for the wrong reasons. They're not doing it for this is what I love to do. They're doing it for maybe I just want to gain the ultimate attention. I want all eyes on me. It's all about me. Me, 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 me. I, 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 I. Self, 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 self. And they're constantly hurting people in the process. They're hurting people and don't realize it. So that was the first part of narcissism. Dealing with a narcissistic person in a relationship. Part one. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, part two will be next week and part three will be that following week. I'm going to get it, get it going on. Yes, I am. Um, I really like that. I'm, you know, brave or, you know, have the, how can I say it? I don't want to say courage, but you know, I feel confident in doing this. I was like the one to do this a while back, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do the, the narcissistic person. I'm going to hurt people's feelings. But I was like, what is, who are you, Nishé? How are you going to talk about you talking about real life relationships if you're not going to talk about real life relationships? Let me say it again, ladies and gentlemen. How are you going to say you're going to talk about real life relationships if you're really not going to talk about real life relationships? So I had to kind of check myself and say, you know what? Step out on faith. You know, if it's meant to be, God will be with me. And um, people who know me, they'll know that I'm just talking about real life situations. I'm not trying to be on no personal vendettas or no, no, you know what I'm saying? And I could have did some name dropping with my exes, but I'm not going to do it. They probably, they so narcissistic, they probably turn it around and it'd be in their favor because they hear their name going across the world. So no, I'm not dropping names. I'm not trying to be clout chasing. I'm just talking about issues, real life relationship issues that happen each and every day. Um, I just want to send a shout out to everybody again. Thank you guys for like, share and follow. Thank you for liking my podcast. Thank you for following me because without you guys, Nishay Lamore can't grow. Um, continue to share my podcast. Continue to talk about Nishay Lamore. I got a lot of things that that I'm doing um and I have the homeless fundraiser that we're gonna wire it down I think it's the 28th of March um we're gonna go out we're set to go out probably April 3rd 
to do some things um me and some people we want to just do some nice things for the homeless um if you can donate to the homeless fund it is on my facebook page it is on my facebook page you can donate a dollar you can donate 50 cent i don't care what you donate um just long as you donate because god is good and i just want to you know send a message that you know it takes us to help people we can't wait on everything to come from um you know the assistance sometimes we have to be the assistance sometimes we have to be the blessing so with that being said i just want to thank you guys um i'm on facebook instagram twitter um oh my god tiktok um you know all the social main social media platforms um i just want to say thank you and this was in it was very interesting i think part two i'm going to try to see if i can have a special guest part two or part three i'm gonna try to have special guests because it's not going to just be me talking i want to include other people and uh this is going to be hot i think this subject is going to be hot and people are going to want to listen to it so um we're just going to make sure that we keep it you know keep it interesting and stay on course to um hit the facts you know, we're not going to try to get off the facts or whatever, because I don't want to be all personable. I'm just trying to go according to what I did the research on, according to my also according to my experiences and what I've heard other people say. That is Nisha Lamore. I thank you guys and um, continue to follow me. I know I'm long winded. I love you guys. Um, I'm like the big sister or the little sister or whatever you want to call me. Long as it's not disrespectful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care. You know, because I try to be like a person that's, you know, you can relate to like a relative. You want somebody you could talk to and you can listen to and you could trust. And I'm not always right. You know, that's why I do research as well to make sure I'm on course with my own thoughts and my own um situations as far as if i want to discuss something i think something needs to be discussed on the podcast platform so with that being said i want you guys to look forward to part two and then there's gonna be part three i don't know how i'm gonna do it but you know nashayla you know your girl's gonna do it because that's what i do right I don't know why I'm so happy today, but you guys enjoy your weekend, enjoy your holiday. I'm not your holiday. I'm sorry. You enjoy your weekend. You enjoy your week. Spring break is coming and you guys be blessed. The Shave More is out.